Uh, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, proud to be joined right now by uh, retired U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills, Purple Heart and Bronze Star recipient. And boy, Travis, they were when they found out you were going to be the key, keynote speaker at the uh, Lockheed Martin the uh, luncheon, the Big Armed Forces Bowl luncheon. People have been excited about this for weeks. And I was just talking to someone in the room, and man, you, you, uh, you, you leave a mark when you uh, when you get up there and do your your talk. I was, I'm so excited to get to visit with you. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and uh, hope you're doing well today. Yeah, doing uh, doing real well. I mean, what was it like to? I mean, you like for Army to. Uh, to take, you know, to beat Air Force, do you, I mean, are you, and, and it, at times, of course, all the armed forces come together and all, but did you, you being someone that uh, most likely roots for that Army team, did you, did you get any zingers in on the, uh, on the, uh, on the cadets or on the, uh, on the guys from Air Force? Oh, you know, I did. I told them that I'm glad that they have a winning team. They needed to win. With uh, Top Gun taking over, everybody thinks that the Navy is the pilots out there. So, But I got a few in, uh, really great crowd, excited to be able to go out there and impart a little bit of uh, resiliency and overcoming adversity and um, have a good message with everybody. Um, and I think everybody had a fun time with it, you know, the highs and lows of the speech, and I think it went really well. Well, I tell you, there were folks uh, that were very moved by it, and uh, – I, you know, when did you get to the point, uh, Travis, where it became like a, like where you knew you could get up and talk about this in front of people? Did you did did you have a sense as you were recovering? And uh, for people that don't know the whole, you know, Travis's story, it's uh, he's really done some cool stuff with it. Has written about it. There's been a documentary of it, but uh, uh, a a quad amputee. And and honestly, in these wars uh, in Afghanistan, in Iraq, I mean, there weren't, there aren't many people who survive that. So you're one of a handful of people, really, across the country that have survived something like that. Did when did you get to the point where you thought, you know what, I think I can, I think I could maybe uh, use this experience to inspire and motivate others? Was that a process or? As you started to really recover, did it did it come pretty naturally to you? Well, I tell you what, um, I've always been a, a talker. Ask every teacher I've ever had in high school; they'll tell you. <laughs> but uh, actually, funny enough, and this isn't a plug by any means, but Lockheed Martin reached out when I was at Walter Reed and asked me to um, come speak at the National Science Convention about STEM. And I said, "Yeah, I'll try it out." And I ended up. Uh, on Lockheed Martin stage, in the main stage, it was uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. And I went against him every session I had. And I heard he was a little bit frustrated because everybody stopped and listened to me because I guess I was entertaining. So I've been public speaking now for about seven, eight years. Um, I do more corporate events. You know, this is fun because this is for the Travis Mills Foundation, which is a foundation my wife and I started um, to give back to combat and service-connected injured veterans that had been through physical injuries. Um, and show them and their families a great time and how to not live life on the sidelines, be active in society. So, you know, we're so blessed, my wife and I, that I made through my injuries. My wonderful wife and I have two beautiful children, a um, little girl who just had a heck of a ball game. Uh, I missed it, but she did really well. She just called with excitement and told me. And my son's five years old. Um, and, you know, we're living a really good life and grateful for the opportunity to come out here and uh, talk to everybody out here in uh, the old Armed Forces Bowl. 
Well, give your daughter's uh, name and and uh, and what she did. Was this a basketball game or what? What is her sport? Oh, yeah. Six. Well, she's she's a heck of a striker in soccer. She does gymnastics, uh-huh. um, and then she's right now in the middle of basketball season as well. So she got six or seven points yesterday, and uh, some more today. And and uh, they lost by one point, you know, tonight, which is very bad. I guess it's a loss. But she was excited to tell me how she did. So. That works. My son's in karate. You know, he likes to punch and, and uh, wrestle around and all that stuff. So, you know, like I said, I, I didn't have a choice of getting injured. I didn't have a choice of losing my arms and legs. Uh, I did have a choice mm-hmm. to get better and uh, go at life with uh, with a passion and a drive to make the world a better place and realize how lucky and fortunate I am to be here. And that's why I do the work that I do. You know, just uh, at the end of the day, I can't change what happened, but I can make a a better future for myself, my family, and everyone around me. And that's what I strive to do. Travis, did you ever listen to any motivational speakers? Was there anybody that had gone through, like you say, there's not many people who've been through what you have, but there are people uh, that are wounded warriors and wounded, you know, and and I know George uh, W. Bush uh, does a lot with the wounded warriors and everything. Was there anybody, as, as you were recovering, both physically and mentally from this, that you kind of reached out to and were kind of able to talk about and start to get your mind around how different your life was going to be, but that it could be a fulfilling life ahead of you? You know, I, uh, I gotta be honest, I, I would give credit to anybody that needs or that I did, but I really had the people around me, you know, my therapist, my doctors, my nurses, and the other service members. I had 112 service members that were injured and all their families around me for the 19 months of recovery. And, you know, it's it's a it's a small group, but yet at Walter Reed it was a big group, and we were able to talk about everything we were going through. And um, you know, I was fortunate to have upbeat personality, um, regardless of what was happening with my injuries, because I had my daughter there by my side, that six months old. And you know, learn how to walk with your daughter is a really big thing. When she's taking her first steps, and you're taking your first steps again, and you know, everybody would watch her uh, ride around the wheelchair with me and be there with me. And I didn't really, um, I guess. Listen to a lot of motivational speakers. I just worked out as hard as I could, and I took my my recovery as my new job. I did 40 hours a week, um, as much as they let me at Walter Reed. And you know, I just I just went after life because uh, mine didn't end. A lot of my friends didn't make it back home, and I think it'd be selfish if I gave up on uh, myself because they didn't have the you know opportunity to come back and live life like I do. Yeah, well, it's uh, remarkable to get to visit with you, retired U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills. Purple Heart and Bronze Star recipient. And, uh, you know, in one of the pictures I saw, you're standing in front of this retreat. And you mentioned the Travis Mills Foundation, and you've really poured your life into that. And it's become such a great thing. And, and like you said, that's associated with your appearance today at the luncheon in front of the Baylor players and Air Force. But this veterans retreat, that was established in 2017, which I, I know is in Maine. Um, how much of that has become your focus, and and what is that? What is walk me through what that place is like, and and if it, is that a place where people can just really unplug? And I mean, I'm just wondering, kind of uh, your inspiration for it, and and if it's kind of turned out exactly as you'd hoped. Yeah, um, my wife and I didn't know what we were doing, just kind of stumbling through, but we decided to bring families out that have been through the same style of injury, something physical due to service, and we built this all-inclusive, barrier-free uh, resort 
for people to come and be a part of. And we bring eight families per week, and they can be injured during service, whether it's stateside in a car accident or overseas like I was and hit a bomb. If it's a physical injury, um, we bring up eight families per week, and we show them how to do things adaptively and let them know life's not over. And then we give them the tools to go home and, you know, kayak and, and do archery and go fishing with adaptive fishing poles and things like that. On the flip side of that, we also have a post-traumatic stress program that we partner with called Warrior Path Program. And it's for all first responders and combat veterans. And it's really changing um, how you recover or, you know, uh, from post-traumatic stress. It's uh, about, you know, post-traumatic growth and how you struggle well. And it's just amazing. My wife and I started this with my father-in-law at a table, actually, in Frisco, Texas, a dining room table with our friend Reese. And to watch where it's grown now, we have 30 employees. Um, I... I'm not day-to-day operations as much as I used to be. I mean, I'm still involved with mm-hmm. big decisions and heavy lifting. But uh, like I said, I'm, I've been very fortunate. I opened up a restaurant recently and have a marina that I, I purchased about eight years ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, and I travel about 120 days on the road speaking for my uh, Travis Mills uh, consulting group. So I just have a good time. And, you know, the more people I can talk to and tell my story and talk about what we got going on, the more people get to know the Travis Mills Foundation. And um, in the intro, you mentioned I have a documentary. I have a new one that Chip and Joanna Gaines just did on Magnolia Network. And if anybody has HBO Max or Discovery Plus, they type in, hi, I'm Travis, it'll pop up, and you'll see my new documentary was released on Veterans Day. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I tell you, the uh, Carry the Loads, something that I love being a part of, you know, up in uh, the Dallas area, and Stephen Holly, I bet you know Clint and Stephen, some of those guys that helped get that going over the years. I bet you've crossed paths with them, and, and uh, Stephen's a great friend. So, I, I mean, some of the things that you all do, uh, I mean, you made those sacrifices, and then to dedicate your life to it is just so humbling and so amazing, uh, you know, to see that. Do you uh, – I mean, do you, when 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 the when it happened uh, and you put your rucksack down on the IED, uh, do you remember anything like those moments leading up to it? Like as you started to recover, and, and did everything come back to you, or what was that? Uh, what you do you kind of have memories of the whole thing leading up to it? Yeah, I was awake the whole time. Um, I told my medics, "Don't worry about it. You're not going to save me." I Right on my lieutenant, said I need his medic over with mine because I had two other guys injured. Um, I got to a helicopter. I yelled at the flight medic on the helicopter to take his helmet off because one of my guys was yelling out in pain. So I told him, give him water. And they even wrote me an email uh, to my wife and I, and they wrote a really nice email. Matter of fact, it's in my, my, uh, my New York Times bestselling memoir. I'm supposed to say that. I don't like that I say that. But my book, Tough huh. As They Come, they actually <laughs> published the uh, email they wrote about me. And then on the operating table, they had to medically sedate me because I kept trying to sit up. And... Uh, I was like, I got my leg back underneath me. I got to stand up. And uh, they, were, you know, they were gone. So they were like, this is not how you got to go sleep, bud. And they knocked me out. So, yeah, I was awake for all of it. And, um, you know, the scariest part was when they knocked me out because I wasn't in control, uh, in control anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so you're out. And and what uh, and when you kind of started dealing with it and realizing, were you, were you able to kind of think, you know, like, okay, I'm going to make, I mean, was there any kind of, what was that, what was that original when they kind of had to start delivering the news to you of all that, all that you lost from, you know, your limbs, what was your, what was kind of your uh, initial reaction to it all? Or did you almost immediately start thinking, hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to come back from this? 
Oh, I mean, I I didn't know why I lived through the injury. I wasn't sure what was going on and and why I would even have to go through something like this. And I didn't know if I was going to be a burden on my wife and my daughter and my family. And you know, I was uh, I was you know, I just you had a bunch of questions, right? And then uh, over time, um, my wife, I tell her to leave me. She doesn't. I tell her to take everything we have, the house, the cars, any money saved up was hers. And I would take care of whatever I could financially forever. But she was like, that's not how this works. We'll get through this. And uh, my little girl came in and laid on my chest um, when I got back to the States. And, you know, she wasn't scared of me. She wasn't uh, afraid. And I was so lucky to have her. And then I just flipped a switch. I said, well, I didn't die. And I'm not – I mean, when I was at Walter Reed, I wasn't ever, you know, on the 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 – the table for dying, if you will. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I wasn't, I was healed up. So now it's just about recovery. Yeah. And I thought, if I didn't yeah. die, I might as well get better. And, you know, I had to make that choice of what am I going to do to get better, to make my wife, my, my wife, and no longer my caretaker, you know, and, and to not be a burden. I mean, I still need help every day, getting my legs on the right way, and my arm on about five minutes. And I'm so lucky my father-in-law actually is the one that travels around with me, my business manager, and helps me out with all that stuff. So, you know, there's, you can look at life and be upset and angry and live in the past, but, you know, you can mm-hmm. turn that page and realize you'll never change the past. I'll never change the past. I can't get my arms and legs back. I Trust me, I tried. I tried. But uh, it doesn't work that way. So I can let that side of me go, and I can move forward, and I can see the good in the world and be thankful for all I have going on and, and keep going forward. And everybody out there listening wants to find out more about me, just travismills.org or travismillsfoundation.org to lead right to everything I got going on. Well, you're obviously incredibly active and drive and, and do so many things, and so you're an inspiration. Uh, and uh, what a great choice it was to have you speak to the uh, at the luncheon today, and I know everybody was blessed to, uh, to get to hear you, and I was excited. I've been after uh, Drew, the PR man for uh, – for this bowl i like i really want to talk to travis can you can you get him on and so i was really i was just glad you were able to 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 do that and uh, hope to get to meet you in person sounds like you uh spend a little time around the metroplex so hopefully we'll get to get uh be able to get together in person one of these days yeah that sounds great i appreciate it and thanks for the opportunity to tell my story and talk to all your listeners i know you have hundreds of millions of listeners they told me how famous you were i mean i'm a little nervous <laughs> i don't know you don't really strike me as the nervous sort but uh we we had a good amount so all of central texas has uh, heard the unbelievable story of uh travis mills thank you travis and um i guess you'll be you'll have to be rooting for the air force against my bears tomorrow but uh uh you know i i, I that's okay i kind of understand why we can aim high and we can sick them. I'm telling you right now. My, uh, my <laughs> close friends are Baylor Bear grads. I met the president today. And Chip and Joanna Gaines doing a documentary. Chip's a big Baylor fan. So I'm just, I'm not sure where I'm planted. I'm just going to vote for whoever wins and then say that's what I wanted. <laughs> just jump on the bandwagon. I think that oh, is, uh, <laughs> I think that's totally fair. But uh, all right. Well, thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Take care. Appreciate your time. You Bye-bye. you bet. Travis Mills. Uh, remarkable guy and uh uh purple heart and bronze star recipient and just the perfect person to be speaking to the teams at this lockheed martin armed services bowl as uh as we get ready for the big game tomorrow it's almost here and uh, we're at the team hotel and in fact i just saw the first family good to see uh president livingstone her husband brad 
and daughter Shelby as they make their way around. Inseparable group.